keeping time Just one more chance to get it right I've got moves to make this work At least just for the night Now that my breath's down Do what I ask and I've got My name is Alan. I'm Greg. And we have a special guest joining us today. It's me! I'm Allie! Yeah! That's Hi. who it is. Allie's joining us today, and this is our first female guest. Whoa. You Progressive. Are Seriously? Breaking through the glass ceiling you right totally now. Are. I knew it! You know, <laughs> no my more. mom said, you know, you're never gonna make anything of yourself. And then after crying for a couple minutes, <clears> I finally. I've shown her. You've proved her wrong. You're yep. guest starring on, on a podcast that a hundred <laughs> people listen to, maybe. 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 Probably thirty. Probably what? thirty. What? what episode is this? This is actually It's not part of the canon, so that's true. Oh, so this is like um <laughs> this is like our tenth bonus episode or something. Ten bonus episodes and one I mean first lady lady guest. I mean arguably you've only had like four guests. Yeah. Yeah. You're the fifth guest. Well. Yeah. If we're talking statistics, women are vastly underrepresented, uh, underrepresented here as well as in film. This bonus episode was suggested <laughs> to us on that note by a lady. That's right. Um, Brianne suggested this episode to us. Um, we are talking. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh. I would like to introduce the subject of this podcast oh, okay. via pun. Oh, oh boy. boy. What do you call a movie where Nick Cage plays a bodybuilding flight attendant? Braun Air! After serving the last of his sentence, Cameron Poe is taking the first plane home to his wife and daughter. Today's flight is a special one. We're populating Louisiana's Felton Penitentiary. These guys are the worst of the worst. I see a lot of celebrities among us. I see 11 primetime lives, three Regis and Kathy Lees, and a genuine 2020 interviewee. What you looking at, punk? Nothing. I was just admiring your cage. But one wrong flight. Stewardess, what's the in-flight movie today? <laughs> can ruin your whole day. Welcome to Con Air. Talking about Con Air. It's not. It's not Braun Air. It's Con Air. But but for purposes it's of bad. the fun, it's, well, it's, it's bad. Braun, but like, still, like he's brawny. Yeah, I, I understand. Like he's, he's I, I get the joke. He's like the like the paper towel. Yeah, brawny. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Con Air from '97. Sure. Jerry Bruckheimer. Yeah. yeah. Remember that guy? Amazing. Yeah. Is he dead? I don't. <laughs> No, it's Don Simpson. <laughs> Don Simpson died. Well, many, used to be, many people died. It used Greg. to be Don Simpson and Jerry. No, one person. There's a died. point to this. Shut your mouth. Okay. There's Don Simpson and Jerry Bruckheimer used to be a producing team, and then uh, Don Simpson um, put a coke bullet through his face Jesus. and died. And I know you. I know you mean cocaine, the drug, but I, I picture someone with like a coke can shotgun. <laughs> And he, he fires a cannonball of 
of a, of a Coke can into his face. Right, sure. It sure. Wouldn't, be, wouldn't be very effective. Sure. If you want to suggest your own bonus episodes and have us ramble on for about five minutes before we start talking <laughs> about the actual subject, you can send your suggestions to thecinepals at gmail.com, and we will get to them, as you can see, because we've gotten to this one. Yeah, we did, which yeah. is one of our first ones. Yeah, here we go. Can I make a suggestion for your next one? Uh, which I you send it through the appropriate channels. Yeah. Can I just t- tell you? No, that? we no. have an email for a reason. I want to use it. Oh, um, fine. I want to get the notification that I got a new email. <laughs> yeah. It's all I live for. It's all I want. <laughs> it's exciting. If it my phone doesn't beep every hour and a half, I go into a deep depression. That's eerily accurate. All right. So, Con Air. Yeah. What's this movie about, Greg? This is about Nick Cage being a good guy who's always in the wrong place at the wrong time. He's an army ranger who uh, went out for a little bit of uh, fun and dancing with his pregnant wife, because of course. Why not? And he he gets assaulted by a couple of uh, rowdy, no good... No good Nicks. Yeah. In the the parking lot of the bar, and uh, he punches one of them. To death. The, yeah, yeah, he dies, and uh, because he uh, he's a lethal weapon. That's how tough his punches are. Yeah, yeah, he gets sentenced to prison. What? Yeah, and now he's on a flight home because he just made parole. Nice. But John Malkovich, aka Cyrus the Virus, yeah. has different plans. He's gonna hijack this plane and oh, go to Juarez. Can I just say, Cyrus the Virus is an excellent villain name. Yeah, he's an excellent like, villain. He, yeah, he he sounds like he should be on Spider Man. Like, he touches people and they get sick, and... Yeah. Uh, and he's weird. the victim of a freak lab experiment, because that's what Spider-Man yeah, does. Yeah, are. he got... A, he, was, he was getting prepared for flu season. <laughs> he got injected with uh, the flu... With a vaccine, which we all know are... Full of... Full of... Things that... There's no, it was just, yeah. yeah, it was just a no, normal flu and, vaccine. Yeah, and as he was being injected with this flu vaccine, lightning struck the syringe, Whoa. and he was given virus powers. That sounds pretty cool. I gotta write that shit this, down. That's not part of the movie, if no, anyone not at all. tuned out briefly. That's not... He's, he doesn't have superpowers. No, he's just a normal just, bald dude. He's just really good at crimi- yeah. being criminal. Yeah. He's uh, not even very good at it because well, all of his plans are terrible. Just <laughs> terrible. They rely so much on police incompetence. It's true. Like, it's hilarious. Which is great because most of the police officers are incompetent. Except Whoa. for John Cusack. Yeah. Who's the only one who seems to know what's going on here. He knows what's up. Yeah, Which, he does. I was delightfully surprised by John Cusack. I had never seen, I had never seen this movie before. Um, up until... When we, two, when we just watched it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I had watched it for the first time. Crazy. I had gotten it confused with Air Force One for the longest it's time. It's from the same year, and it's also uh, about a, a plane a, hijacking. Yeah, so I the was The difference like, is, it has Harrison Ford as the president. Oh, great. Well, yeah. So I was like, oh, awesome, Con Air. I, Nick Cage is going to be working in the Secret Service and save the president. <laughs> nope. Nope. Different movie. Completely different. Completely different movie. Also, weird tangent. Cyrus the Virus always makes me think of Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad. Did anyone watch that show? I, I watched either. Samurai Pizza Cuts. So, no. Okay. Moving on. What is that? Uh, it was this really crappy 90s uh, action TV show trying to uh, take off the fame of Power Rangers. Whereas mm. these three kids who would uh, transform into superheroes inside their computer, and there's this evil hacker dude who was the main villain, 
And so it was all about like fighting viruses and things. Cool. Are you sure that wasn't reboot? Uh, yeah, because this had live action stuff. It wasn't oh, all computer God, animated. And don't even test suffer. me on reboot. <laughs> I know what the fuck reboot is. Whoa. It's coming back. What? Yeah. It's Re- being rebooted? Is yeah. that confirmed? Yeah, it's confirmed. The studio reopened and they're, they're rebooting reboot. They shouldn't reboot reboot. They should just call it Reboot Squared. They already kind of rebooted it with the movies, which were great. And then let, let, things, let things die, damn it. No, man. Because next up is um, the uh, next Total Recall reboot. No, what? No, God damn it! Because the first one didn't take. But it had a woman with three boobs in it. Starship Troopers reboot. What's happening? Sorry, Conair. So get back on track here. Yeah. So let's uh, let's talk about some general thoughts of this crazy ass movie. This is when Nick Cage is already Academy Award winner. Nick Cage. I believe. And like leaving Las Vegas? His yeah, this is post-leaving Las Vegas. Um, and this is also when Nick Cage decided to go from indie movies to being an action hero. Yeah, he did. Good choice, Cage. Because... You're welcome, world. <laughs> no, think about that. Like, before movies like Face Off <laughs> and The Rock and this movie... Raising Arizona... Vampire's Kiss. Vampire's Kiss. <laughs> Moonstruck. Why are we that Leaving movie? Las Vegas. Leaving Las Vegas. These are all very like indie movies. They're very dramatic indie movies that and like and kind of weird movies. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, he's working with the Coen Brothers. He's doing Vampire's Kiss. He's um, acting opposite Cher. Yeah. Like <laughs> he he's doing very varied like really varied work, and then he just decides like. Yeah, let's get Bruckheimer on the phone. <laughs> let's uh, let's do some action movies. This sounds great. And uh, for a while there, it actually worked because those movies that I've just mentioned are excellent. Do you think he just rolled out of bed one day and was like, I think I want to be badass from now on? Yes. I think Nick Cage just did whatever he wanted all the time. Yeah, you know, I'm inclined to agree with that yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. And I, I don't know exactly how it came about, but yeah, eventually he was just like, I want to do an action movie. And then they, they were like, okay, come be in fun. this one. Let's do another one. Because yeah. <laughs> um, uh, John Travolta does a pretty good impression of me. <laughs> was Face Off or The Rock first? Face I want to say Face Off, yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. I could be wrong, though. The Rock is. They're all mid nineties. They're yeah. like they're all mid nineties. Well, this was this was at, uh, Con Air was after The Rock because it was yeah. the same kind of like it, team. It felt exactly the same, except right. the, you know you know what? Ironically, the one thing that was missing from Con Air is Michael Bay. Yeah, I actually found that yeah. this movie would have been a lot better if Michael Bay did it. No one's ever said that before, ever. I know, but <laughs> what? Well, like, this hurts me to say, but I'm going to say something in defense of Michael Bay. Um, In defense of Michael Bay, he knows how to shoot a movie, and he knows how to, unless it's a Transformers movie, um, (laughs) and he knows how to um, make a movie his own. Yeah. Like, you know that you're watching a Michael Bay movie, and... Given the right material, it can be exceptionally entertaining. Yeah. Like The Rock. I would agree. Like, everything that Michael Bay does, 
the um, low-angle panning shots from people getting out of the car, the crazy amounts of destruction, the really uncalled-for um, comic relief, usually <laughs> present in the form of racial stereotyping, <laughs> all kind of works in The Rock. <laughs> Yeah, I, and uh, to like, I had I didn't see the ending of Armageddon, but the first hour was pretty good. What you didn't see? The, you saw half of Armageddon. Yeah, then the song kept playing. Did it get too like, sad you missed, for you? You missed all. Well, people the told me that Bruce that... Willis died, so I was like, I don't want to see this. Spoilers. Uh, the best parts in that movie is when Steve Buscemi goes crazy, and William Fitchner is like, he's got space madness. <laughs> So it's like the abyss yeah, in space. In space. <clears throat> that makes sense. Space is it's great. an abyss. Speaking of Steve Buscemi, he comes into Con Air. Yeah. That's right. Totally yes. random. All, uh, he's, see, Hannibal we totally had a plan for that. We brought it around. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's he's, all scripted. He's, he's in a Hannibal Lecter mask. He's being uh, carted on leashes. Oh, yeah. He's horrifying in yeah. movie. And he doesn't do anything. That's what makes him no. horrifying. Yeah, absolutely. It's very Hannibal Lecter-esque. Yeah. In fact. But Hannibal Lecter does something. Well, eventually. But but before he does, it's way more terrifying. I'd argue. In yep. the Silence once he, once of the he Lambs? Eats so, yeah, once he eats someone's face, I'm less scared of him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Before he does any of that, you're just like, what the fuck is he going to do? Yeah, yeah like, the, like, once you see the monster at the end it's of that, it. It's that, uh, the, the little guy in the white suit in the end of that Simpsons episode. Who's you remember? The, when the, oh, yeah, the you, just know he's, you just know he's going to do something great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And they, they don't show you what it was. No. You, you just hear the noise. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, but Everything that's, ties that's back actually, to Simpsons. Everything ties back to Simpsons. That's actually true, because like, yeah. the, ironically, the scariest scene, I find, in The Silence of the Lambs is the part where um, he's like goading Clarice into telling him about the screaming of the lambs. Yeah. And it's yeah. like the big close-ups on both of them. I would also say the ending with... Uh, when she's in Buffalo Bill's house. Yeah, it's you watch it really a couple of times, it doesn't scare you anymore, because there's a lot of jumping. And and jumping scares always lose their... There's no jumping scares. It's just her running around and not knowing what's where anything is. It's yeah, I know, but I've seen the movie like 20 times, so it's like, I know every, I know the layout of that house now. Well, yeah, everything's going to not be scary after you see it 20 Not times. that scene. Not that not that screaming of the lamb scene. Uh, my apologies, me up at night. Don't generalize me, Allison. Whoa. Um, so anyway. can I just say, like, I... So, first time... Only time I've seen it. It opens, and I'm like, yes. Nick Cage with good hair as the hero. Amazing. This movie's gonna be awesome. No, just kidding. He... He's got... Weird hair. Yeah, he has Jesus the hair. he has the worst hair. I think this is maybe the worst. It's to hair show how ever... long he's been in the prison. Yeah, prisons <laughs> give people haircuts. No, they don't. Yes, clearly, yes, they do. Because why else would he have that ridiculous? Why hair? didn't he have a beard? Because he shaves. That's a good point. He can shave. Right? You can shave yourself. You can't give yourself a haircut. Yes, you can. Not well. Trust me. I've cut my own hair before. Well, I. Maybe that looks really bad and you didn't know and no one wanted to tell you. You shut your mouth. I'm, hey, I'm just saying. I have excellent hair. Uh, um, so yeah, I was very disappointed with Nicolas Cage's hair. Which is really a character in and of itself in every Nicolas Cage movie. Bangkok Dangerous. Uh, Even Vampire's so, Kiss. Yeah, like, Vampire's Kiss. Adaptation. Adap- yep, very much so. Totally. It uh, distinguishes between two characters. That's right. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, I think is his last great performance. Uh, nope, not true. Bad Lieutenant. Bad Lieutenant. Yeah. Port of Call, New Orleans. I did not see that one. 
Oh but, man, you gotta uh, see that. I, I think Matchstick Men is, is a very a very good performance of his as well. That was after Bad Lieutenant came after that. Yeah, so yeah. there we go. And you're right, uh, Matchstick Man is actually really good. Have you seen Matchstick Man? Yeah. Love that movie. Because Love him that. and Sam Rockwell. That's right. Two of my faves. Yeah. I um I actually hated that movie the first time I saw it. What? Because I was like, no, I it was all a no It was all a ruse. Okay. Damn it. I mean, if you ever see a movie that involves con artists, everyone something's gonna be up by the end. Like, yeah, something at the end is gonna be like, turns out the whole movie was a con, and you're like, God damn it, not again. Confidence. Brothers Bloom. No, yeah, I was like Matchstick Men. When I watched the when I watched it the second time, I was like, this is great. The, Ocean's Eleven. It's kind of Kind that's, that's not more of a heist. Yeah, but yeah. it kind of fits. It it does kind of fit because they con people yeah. in the movie. Yeah. I suppose. Like there's well in the oceans movies there's, there's a whole bunch of con bait, artists. There's a bait and switch in every single one. Yeah. But the whole movie doesn't turn out to be a lie in the oceans movies. Not the whole movie. I think the only movie that actually is like because like we could say like Magic Man all it turned out to be all a lie wasn't exactly right. Yeah, yeah. Um, just from this character's point of view. Um, the only movie that I can really say was entirely a lie is The Usual Suspects. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it gets a lot of praise for that. <laughs> yeah. For some reason. I still you like it. Okay. I was like, you don't like Usual Suspects? No, of course I like it. It's, it's a great movie. movie. It's fun. You love that movie. Yeah, I really did. And you called it from the first five minutes. <laughs> you were so sad. I, I thought was, you were just going to turn off the TV. I was really upset. She called it. It's weird. She called the twit. It was weird. It was like calling the it sixth have, sense. It could have seeped into your your psyche without you knowing it. Because it's in the cultural consciousness. That's true. It's Kevin pretty... Spacey is Kaiser Soze. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I suppose. Anyway. There's the whole theory about the public consciousness. Anyway. Can we talk about um, Can we talk about the ridiculousness of the police in this movie? Thank you! Can I, oh like my how God. like how incompetent they are. Yeah, yeah. like it's uh, it, it, like the suspension Cold, of disbelief meaning. is. Um, I I couldn't. Like the the inciting incident is this man being attacked <laughs> by three dudes and defending himself and going to prison for six years for it. Like, and he's like a he's and, like a decorated war yeah, veteran or something. He's, yeah, he's a war veteran who is like fought for the country. You don't think that uh, uh, there would be some kind of like. Yeah, you don't think a jury would find that sympathetic at all? Like, you don't think the lawyer would be like... Oh, this war like, veteran that was protecting his wife and accidentally... Pregnant wife. Yeah, yeah, accidentally murdered someone. Or, sorry, manslaughtered someone, we should say. Uh, um, Slaughtered some man, sure. if you will. That sounds more... <laughs> like, sounds like, more put, him, put him away for ten years, I say. But yeah, yeah like, you don't it's... think... Like, how... What, who, what lawyer... Was defending him like he couldn't have. <laughs> Not said Atticus PTSD. Finch, that's for sure. I'll, yeah, no. Well, he well, lost. He lost. He lost. Yeah, so maybe it was him. <laughs> it just took Damn him it, a Atticus. really long time to lose. <laughs> you're so you're so affable. Why do you lose your cases anyway? Racism. <laughs> it's, it's true. <laughs> I, White man can't we, catch yeah. a break. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> White male privilege. <laughs> um. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it, it is the premise is kind of, and then like also the idea of uh, let's let's put him on this plane full of all of the worst criminals we've ever had in our lives. Every single one. Yeah, they that's a good idea. Let's yeah. let's put all this all the terrible criminals in one plane. They couldn't like split de- them up a little bit. Whatever decommission or 
depose him at the at that location. They couldn't like release him there. Do his parole. I don't yeah. know how the legal system works, but uh, it stands to f- the matter of fact is you still don't have to put him on the pr- the plane with all the. Oh, he all was scary paroled. People. He's a free man. He doesn't have to fly with those people. He was going He's to his parole that. hearing. All oh, right. Uh, but what? No, he had no. already so. he had already, re- already gotten parole because the letter was in his, his which is stuff. so stupid because you shouldn't have to get parole after six years like that should just have been his like okay you're done you're free now it was eight years was it eight years yeah. Jesus his Christ eight. really yeah Jesus Christ that's why, turning... that's why it's her so long you guys that's what I'm telling you. I thought his I thought his daughter was turning six. Mm, maybe I remember it wrong, but I thought it was eight. Put the bunny in the box. Put the bunny in the box. <laughs> Put the bunny back in the box. Oh yeah, can I? Uh, uh, Nick Cage had an excellent accent in this movie. I do love <laughs> his Nick weird Cage southern drawl. Yeah, it's it was great. Which is I don't know, not kinda, even. It felt kind of like it wasn't it wasn't bad or anything, but it, it was just really kind of droney and. I thought it was completely unnecessary. Yeah, like I, I wanted more like. <laughs> Guys, uh, listen. No. Here's here's the here's the main main problem I have with this movie. I like the movie. I think it's fun. It's it's a '90s action movie. It's a lot of fun, but it's not. I feel like they're missing. And maybe it is the Michael Bay factor. Maybe it isn't. I don't know. But I feel like they're missing the. It, it's on the cusp of either trying to be too serious or too campy, and it's not going further enough in either direction. Uh. You know, so it's like it's kind of serious a lot a lot of the time. Like it's all, like there's real stakes and all this stuff, but then they have, like, these ridiculous premises, and, like, I I just wanted them to have a lot more fun with it. Yeah. A la The Rock. Like, The Rock, they're having a blast making that movie. Totally. And this one is just, like, it's, yeah, like, he's got this weird, like, seriousness to him throughout the movie, and I just want Nick Cage to let loose. Yeah. And he never does. He doesn't, no. It's really, like, there's no scene where he's, like, where where he's, like, uh, uh, let's talk music. You like Elton John? (laughs) Like Rocket Man? Well, it's you. You're the Rocket Man, right? Like, there's nothing like that in no. this movie. He's, or he's, he's like, come on, come on, come on, yeah, come on, yeah. Like, where he just goes crazy, and you're just like, whoa, Nick Cage, what are you doing? This, this is like you're being weird. There's, there's one thing that like unites um, the Rock and Face Off, and it's the crazy Nicolas Cage moments. Yes, um, and this movie should have one or two of them. This movie had Nicolas Cage as pretending to be Sean Archer, when it should be Nicolas Cage as Castro Troy. Yeah! <laughs> like that. Because that's the great thing about Face Off, is that you get to see both sides of Nick Cage. It's true. The, yeah. the subtle, heroic <laughs> Nick Cage, and the crazy, insane one. And John Travolta gets to do that, too. And yeah. John Travolta gets to do a crazy Nick Cage impression. <laughs> yeah, it's the best. Oh, oh that movie's great. <laughs> I want to. I actually do want to talk a little bit about that movie, oh. um, just for a real quick second. It has the worst wire work, like and stunt doubling of any movie I've ever seen. Oh, like ever. Like I, there's about three moments in the movie where like people are shot and fly back, and <laughs> they use wires to pull to pull them. Yeah, and you can actually see the wires oh. in the frame. Um, like when he's running around in the mirrors, yeah, in the yeah, shootout. Seen, yeah. Um, there's another part in that exact same scene where someone's hanging down through the, like the skylight. Mm-hmm. You can see wires there, and at the very beginning, when someone gets shot with a shotgun, you can Man. see wires there. Get your wire shit together, John Woo. He should. I mean, it's he's, kind of his thing. Yeah, he likes that stuff. Yeah. So that's 
that's my face off conundrum. Great. Yeah, that's that's all I have on that. But you know, I really you know what's wanted... great. You know what's great in this movie? John Malkovich. Malkovich, yes. Malkovich. <laughs> he's he's a he's a really good villain. Oh, he's he's a great villain. I'm better. I'm stronger. <laughs> I'm Batman. I love when he he like takes the Hannibal Lecter mask off of uh, Steve Buscemi. He's like he's like what? You can't have a national treasure locked away. Ah, <laughs> love your work. <laughs> it's kind of flamboyant in the way he talks. It's great. Yeah, uh, John Malkovich was great. John Cusack was great. I just I wish people was, listened thought, to him. I thought he was just well. I I can't say. Coming? I can't say that he was great because his his um, his subplot I think is where most of the movie's problems lie. Yeah. Um, because like, who cares? If they just listened to him, the movie would be over in five but, minutes. But like one of one of the things I love about John Cusack is when of, of him acting against people or characters who don't listen to him. You like that? Yeah. What are some I, other movies where he does that? Uh oh my god. Um, Runaway Jury, <laughs> maybe <laughs> High Fidelity. No, he I'm just going to name John. He talks to the camera in that movie. That's, that's all. He yeah, does. no High Fidelity. Like he runs this, he runs this thing, and no one listens to him. He has no authority, which is like kind of something that I. Oh yeah, I love it when he, he freaks out of Jack Black, and like yeah. finally when he's like stops listening to him, like <laughs> just fucking wrings his neck. It's hilarious. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 1408, the movie 1408. That's a <laughs> that's a good one. Is, is it? Have you seen Gross it? No. Point blank. He's just badass in that. I think you just like John man. Cusack. I do like John Cusack. <laughs> I was pleasantly surprised by him. I didn't know he was going to be in this movie. Oh, that must have been nice. I know. I always like when I see like movie stars who I wasn't Cusack expecting. Cusack attack. Yeah. yeah. That's what I call it. Or sack attack. <laughs> nope. Nope. Not as, not as good. I just said it's the same thing without I, the Q. I, I, but I like it better. It's oh, funnier. Well. See, yeah, I took what story. you did and I innovated it and made it better. <clears throat> uh-huh. We'll see what the history books have to say about that. All right. Okay. Leave a comment. Which do you like better? <laughs> Q sack attack or sack attack? Don't set, your, set yourself up for failure. <laughs> I just did. Um, can I just say that I was a little bit disappointed in like how little internal struggle um Nick Cage had. Like he like starts none? Yeah, like he there he's one he's basically one note for the entire movie, which is like I mean I uh, yeah, I guess he's a good dude, but he's like completely unchanged by by the, the prison system. By the prison system. So like also his, You would think he would be completely jaded and cynical about Yeah like, like the judicial totally. process and I would have loved seeing like that struggle in Nick Cage of like, oh, maybe you know, fuck the police. Yeah, maybe the law law isn't on my side. Maybe these criminals have the right idea. Let's yeah. join forces. But no, like he's he's actually I'll, just I'll call my wife from Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Tell her to come down and visit me. Yeah, and no. There's there's the bit of the like uh, camaraderie he built with his cellmate, but it's not really explored because he's just in a diabetic shock for the whole movie. For the whole movie. What is that? (laughs) Also, does he live? I can't remember. No. No, he does. He does? Oh, nothing bad happens in this movie. He he goes into a diabetic coma basically and gets shot in the stomach, and he's still fine. Oh yeah. Movie. Yeah. Dave Chappelle dies. Oh yeah, Dave Chappelle's in this movie, guys. (laughs) 
He's in the he's in the landing gear. That's yeah. right. And then he writes a message on his corpse and throws him under the street. And that's him. Yeah, that's oh. that's I don't think he would. Show. He would not just just uh, a little science here, though. He he would explode. He would have exploded. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like that, the that body would not just land safely on a flying car. from thousands of feet yeah. in the air. Yeah. Yeah. That, that would have exploded into millions of little Dave Chappelle chunks. Yeah. Yep. And no one would have read the message. And then Nick Cage would be like, "Well, that was a waste of some dramatic tension." But he wouldn't have been able to see it because he would be in the sky. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it was a. Uh... Wouldn't that be terrifying? A corpse fell on your car. Oh yeah, that's yeah, obviously. And the I, okay, just making sure that's the consensus. <laughs> Sorry, they they they, they play that. You if you're sociopaths, they play that for a laugh too. Yeah, they kind of do. Which is really dark. Yeah, when you when you actually t- stop and think about it for like five seconds, who thought this was a good idea to make this a joke? Well, did they? Did the person in the car say something before it hit? I can't remember. Yeah, they were talking about. Uh, this is something about like a bird pooped on his car, and yeah. he was like, oh, "Oh, I just had this yes, washed." Okay, good. I was like, yeah. I was like, I hope he said something like, "Oh, hope it doesn't rain today." Rain black people. <laughs> Dead black people. Bam, done. Uh, it's over. That sounds like a Prince song. <laughs> sounds like it. raining dead black people. Sing that, not even right? not even Atticus Finch could save that. Or maybe Ooh, the Charles. artist formerly known as Prince would sing that. <clears throat> anyway, I don't know. Symbol. Yeah. So, <laughs> gentlemen and, and lady. Yep. Okay. Now we go into my favorite part. What's your favorite part? What's our standout scenes, guys? Oh. Oh God. Yeah. What's our standout scenes? <clears throat> um, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say uh, the scene with um, Steve Buscemi having tea. No, you with stole the young mine. Girl. Well, should have spoke up quicker. Uh, <laughs> and primarily because it's the one scene where I had a real sense of dread. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, throughout the movie, there's there's some there's stakes and you know tension that kind of stuff. But for the most part, I was never really like oh someone's gonna die here Nicholas Cage is gonna lose so when Steve Buscemi a notorious uh, pedophile and criminal who has to be carried in Hannibal Lecter mask is uh, talking to a young girl with no police around and for some reason in a like destroyed pool yeah where the hell are your parents what are they doing there anyway but it was just it was so creepy and I was just like this girl is gonna get uh, bad things happen. Yeah. And I don't want that in my 90s action movie. Nope. That's a downer. That's a post-9-11 movie. So, good job with the tension there, filmmakers. Although, it didn't really... Nothing really happened. Yeah. I'm, I think, I'm glad, but also... I think like, one of the... One of the, one of the biggest problems that these... Um, that these 90s action movies have, in general, is just... Is, is that. Mm-hmm. Like... The stakes are high, but you don't actually feel any tension yeah. because it's a action star. And yeah, it's very, it's very unheard of for for any main characters to die in these movies. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah, yeah. Like even the uh, like, did who like who died in this movie? There was like the the no name guy at the beginning with the, who had the gun on him. Yeah, there's Dave Chappelle who had like a couple lines. Yeah, but everyone every like main character on the on the plane pretty much survived, didn't they? Did any of the criminals get killed? I can't even remember. Did the did John Malkovich? Oh, Danny oh, Trejo. Yeah, 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 he did. Well, Danny Trejo dies in everything. That's true. Also, he's a rapist. Yeah, 
So, so like, good. Also, um, Mr. Friendly from Lost is the pilot. That's right. He totally is. MC <laughs> um, Gainey. Yeah. Um, no, like, it's... You, you set up this, like, incredibly elaborate... Um, uh, scenario like in 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 this movie, Nick. I don't I don't feel like danger for Nick Cage at all, hmm. or John Cusack, really for a moment. I yeah. don't think they're ever like they're they're not going to bite it. Neither are anyone in their extended families, right? Yeah. yeah. Or like his wife and his daughter are going to be totally fine. Obviously, they're 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 fine. Even Cole Meany, I didn't think he was going to die because he's too much of a jerk. Did Cyrus the virus die even, or did he just get arrested? I can't uh, remember. That's how they fight on a they fight, they fight, fight on, on a, a fire, fire truck. truck. That's a la th- speed. also that this movie called Con Air ends <laughs> on a fire truck. Yeah, boo. Yeah, it's like um, the same scene from Speed. That was on a subway. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's the same scene. Total, and, and Mission yeah. Impossible. Yeah. Like the, the speeding vehicle yeah. As, yeah. The, as they battle on top of it. Now, how awesome would that have been if it was on top of a plane? Right? That would have been awesome. They, they, would, have, they would have both died. I mean, right even away, I Die Hard 2 <laughs> managed to end with a battle on a plane. That's right. Give me a break. Yep. They were actually even a... not airborne for probably like the last third of the movie. That's true. They yeah, because they land in that desert to They're get refueled waiting or for their jet for yeah. forever. And then they have to take off, and then they land again right away at the Las Vegas Strip. Yeah. Oh, can I just say how much I hated the 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 drag queen character who mm. like oh yeah like. Those those characters are prominent in a lot of these movies. Like he gets off the plane, his first instinct is to go find a dress. Yeah, which like where the yeah it's it's kind of annoying that they play those types of characters as like just jokes and like <laughs> hilarious, right? Movie going audience, look at this <laughs> guy pretending to be a woman. It was the nothing's 90s, funnier than that, right? right? Yeah, it was the worst time. It was definitely a nineties trope. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and, and those those and a little bit in the in the two thousands. Thanks, yep. Adam Sandler. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Um, White chicks. Oh god. Remember that, Jim? Oh god. Um, so my standout scene huh. uh, would be the scene uh, which just completely emphasizes my biggest problem with this movie, which is the police incompetence. Yep. When um, they're searching Cyrus's prison cell, ah. and um, John Cusack finds this little uh, box, oh, yeah. and he said, and he's going to be like, "I need to make a phone call. Don't touch anything. Right? This this place could be booby trapped." Yeah. And he leaves, and then one of the guards sits down, opens the box. It's a bomb. <laughs> explodes all Dirt? of these guys die and this big horrible deservedly so they yeah they deserve it so i don't feel bad for them at all and like this amazingly like poorly cg'd metal door yeah. flies down the hallway oh, yeah. and almost kills that. john cusack and i'm like i remember that being a lot better to be fair but it wasn't he just wanted to know what was in the box man what's in the box the box. What's oh, a, what's in the box? What's in the box? What's in the box? We should talk about that one too. Oh, no. that one's dark. Anyway, Allie, what's your favorite scene? Oh, uh, well, my or my, standout scene. The the what? I stole it. Yeah, I know you stole it. Um, I, I think my second one. favorite one would be the 
the Nick Cage fight with, <laughs> oh my gosh, I don't remember the name of the dude, but he was going through his box of stuff and found his parole Oh, the, oh he finds out then, that he's like... Yeah, and then they fight under... Like, he look like a in the, in the, like, luggage of, In the totally. luggage area. Yeah, I thought that was a good fight. I was pretty stoked on that. That's like the... It's not like the only time Nick Cage really lets like ha- has a fight scene until the end. Yeah, yeah. Because he's trying to be kind of under- undercover. Yeah, and I think that's detrimental to the movie. Yeah. To be perfectly honest. Everyone loves it when need, Nick Cage. Nick fights. Cage needs to fight more. Need yeah. more cage matches. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, cage rage. Hundred <laughs> percent. So let's uh, let's go to our final thoughts on this movie. Alan, final thoughts and rating. Con Air is a. Uh, a uh, high-paced thrill ride um, that uh, doesn't quite know what mo- kind of movie it wants to be. It's uh, taken, you know, liber- or, uh, inspiration from The Rock, which was a big hit, and uh, trying to be somewhat serious, but also being really fun and campy. And I just feel like it teeters too much in the middle of those two uh, extremes and doesn't really choose one. And so some parts are more effective than others. But overall, I think it's a fun movie, and I think uh, there's a lot of great actors in this movie. Nicolas Cage, John uh, uh, Cusack, um, Mal- Malkovich, uh, Buscemi, Danny Trejo, um, MC Danny Caney. Danny Trejo is good in that movie? It's fine. He's Danny Trejo. Danny Trejo. He's, he's Danny Trejo <laughs> he's in just, every movie. He's just a goofy guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, there's probably others I, I'm missing. I apologize to those actors. Monica Potter? Sure. Dave oh, yeah, Chappelle. she plays his wife. Yeah. Um, Dave Chappelle, yeah, good. Uh, but yeah, no, I, so overall, yeah, it's, it's definitely a fun movie uh, in the same vein as Face Off and The Rock, and uh, a movie that I don't really generally seek out very often, but when I do see it, it's fun. It's enjoyable. I like it. I, I give it a solid 7.5. Wow. Wow. Allie? Um, well, if we're comparing it to The Rock and Face Off, this movie comes Kinda in have at to. a hard last for me. <laughs> yeah. Because, um, yeah, Cage doesn't go very crazy, which is... He doesn't written. go full Cage. Yeah, he doesn't go full Cage. There's no Cage rage, which is what we wa- which is what I watch Nick Cage movies for. We want the stage to be set for Cage. Yes. <laughs> we need a stage for Cage rage. That's right. Um... <laughs> I'm glad we're on the same page. <laughs> um, yeah, so I was uh, I was a little bit disappointed because um, I had originally uh, been told that we were going to be like doing a double po- podcast on Face Off and Con Air. I was like, oh, awesome! If this is going to be any uh, as good as Face Off, then amazing. <laughs> it was not. Oh. Um, but that being said, it That's is a Greg's fun fault. movie. Uh, yeah, thanks, Greg. Um, it is a really good. It, <laughs> It's a fun movie. It was enjoyable. I was pleasantly surprised surprised by John Cusack. Um, and, uh, yeah, put the bunny in the box. Um, <laughs> so silly. Make a move and the bunny yeah. gets it. Although, I must say, I wish this movie was about uh, former veteran Nick Cage saving the president on... <laughs> <laughs> With, so Harrison you wanted, Ford you wanted, with Harrison Ford as the president. That movie would be amazing. That would be pretty good. That would be a great movie. I'd watch that movie. Yeah, and Gary Oldman as the bad guy. Yeah. yeah. So basically Air Force One, but with just Nicolas Cage. Nicolas Cage in it. Yeah. <laughs> great. That would be amazing. Um, I want to watch Air Force One now. <laughs> have, you, have you not seen that one either? 
I don't know. I've never seen it. You should it. watch it. Oh, it's it is. Good. It's it's fun. Right. Get off Get my off plane. plane. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Best line in movie history. Oh, yeah. Definitely. That and uh, don't get cocky, kid. Yeah, it's a far second for me. <laughs> I can top don't get, or get off my plane. Um, anyway. So, for me, I, um, I used to really like this movie. It was one of those movies that I could watch a lot with my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, when we watched it uh, for, for this podcast, I fell asleep. Yes, you did. Um, yeah. You were all tuckered out. I was all tuckered out, and uh, I'm not even sad because I didn't like it at all. Oh. I couldn't stand this movie this time around. Wow. Like, there was no nostalgia factor. There was, like, yeah, there's some great actors in it, but, like, fuck that. This movie was garbage for me. It's weird that hasn't come up until now. <laughs> well, like, been there's... quietly yeah. seething. I've been, yeah. There's, I've had other things to talk about. Sure. Um, Mostly Face Off and The Rock. Which is the thing, right? You have these two other movies that came out pretty much at the exact same time. Mm. And they're acres better. Miles better. Yeah. Another imperial system <laughs> measurement better. Kilometers. Furlongs. Oh. Some weird choice. <laughs> Hectares. Leagues. Um, Parsecs. There we go. Parsecs better. And, like, it's just so, I thought it was so boring. Mm. Like, I knew the beats of the movie as they were going to happen. Like, and, like, that might be because I've seen it a couple times before that. But I feel like this is the kind of movie that is a lot more fun to watch when you're... Drunk? (laughs) Well, sure, everything is. Uh, But I'm an alcoholic. Uh, So, (laughs) you... If you were fully we have awake, it on we have it on record now. <laughs> Admitting it's the first step. Yeah. Um, Next were, step is you... accepting a higher power that you are powerless. Oh man! And then you have to apologize to for everyone for being a dick. This sounds like the worst. You can program. start with Allie and I. This sounds like the and I won't apologize. No, <laughs> apologize. <Just> apologize. <laughs> no, but if you're fully awake, uh, you know I'm not saying this is like a, how dare you try and watch this when you're sleepy, but if you were like you know fully awake and and able to be engaged and you're with your pals and you can like kind of watch and comment on it that's that's the best way to watch this kind of movie i think and uh i i definitely felt when we watched it i it, it lost some of that um because we were all kind of exhausted Sleepy. and yeah yeah um so i do think and you know maybe that's a detriment to the movie but i th- i think that there's there's a place for that kind of movie in in the world absolutely and, and yeah. uh, that's you know I, I think that's the same with like face off and the rock like if you watched those movies really sleepy i bet you'd have a similar feeling uh maybe not face off i think that one's really awesome i really but... think face off is exceptional <laughs> also but it's i can really watch long. the rock like, whenever i, I want yeah, like I can... something you don't realize is face off is really long it is really long it's two and a half hours yeah like yeah. once once you get to the church scene where like you think, oh, this is the climax? No, nope. a nope. boat chase. Yeah, <laughs> we're going on a. And then boat, when that ends, you're like, oh great, it's done. It's like, nope, denouement time. Like yeah. it just keeps well, going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I... But it's a good movie. It's an original <laughs> movie. That's uh, you know that's something I can say about uh, about these movies. They are um, at least they are original screenplays. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, if these movies were made now. They wouldn't be made now. They would be a sequel. If they were made now, they'd also be full of uh, wrestlers, I believe. Yeah, they would cast wrestlers yeah. and uh, failed TV guy, stars. Yes, yeah. Nick Cage because would they be wouldn't bank by on Dwayne uh, sure. Johnson. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, well, he's a, I'd say he's a certifiable movie star now, but, yeah. uh, but like Stone Cold Steve Austin or like people like that would get cast. Steve because... Austin would be in Con Air. <laughs> yeah. Dwayne The Rock Johnson would be in The Rock. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. If it was, if it was made now and Michael Bay would still direct it. Yeah. Like they, they wouldn't have the confidence to cast big name actors in a movie like this these days because they're like, oh, it's not a, not a remake or a sequel. Get out of here. Yeah. Put it straight to video. Yeah. So. Anyway. But you have these 90s movies with these huge stars. Yeah. Huge. Sean Connery, John Travolta, John Malkovich, and Nick Cage. Yeah. <laughs> of course. One unifying thing. Yeah. Like, the I greatest think... Greatest of us all. These, like, these, these movies, like, what we've been talking about, Face Off the Rock and Con Air, this is kind of what this podcast turned the into. The trilogy of yeah. 90s Cage awesomeness. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it's, um... It would be a fun thing to watch over the course of a day where you get drunker and drunker. That yeah. would be amazing. Totally. Yeah. You'd start with Connor because you want to get that out of the way. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'd I... say face off next. Yeah, you want to finish with The Rock. Yeah, you got yeah. you got to go out with The Rock because you got to go out with a bang. Yeah. The biggest bang. Oh and man, that man. That movie is so kick ass. I want to watch that movie again. <laughs> I can watch The Rock anytime. Me too. That movie's so good. I love Sean Connery. So instead of this movie, watch that movie. <laughs> yep. And you'll get basically the same effect. Plus the Connery factor. Just don't watch it if you're if you're like uh, 12 or how old was I when that came out? I would have been like uh, 10. Were you terrified? Uh, yeah, when the dude's face melted. Oh, yeah, that was yeah. I that was almost awful. puked in the theater. I had to leave. We had to go watch Eraser instead. We snuck into Eraser instead. <laughs> it's, it also scared me because there's alligator attacks. But it, Aww, I was okay. Baby Alan. I know. Little Alan thought, oh, I can handle the rock. And my, my friend I was with was like, like, are you okay? And I'm like, no. <laughs> I, think I, I think I watched it when I was fairly young, too. I had rented it with my dad, mm-hmm. and we watched it together. And, um, yeah, he, I was maybe 12 or 13. Just that scene where the, the dude the very tries beginning. to escape and the, the little yeah. ball explodes and it melts his face and he's yeah. like, like banging on the door and they're like, we're sorry, like we couldn't let it out into the, I, I, that's burned into my brain. Oh yeah, like that's easily the scariest part of the, of the yeah. movie though. That's the thing, like I, like watching it after there's, I was like, damn it, if I had just made it through that, the movie's yeah, awesome. Totally. I would have loved that as a kid. There's some really harrowing scenes in that movie, yeah. like the standoff in, mm. in, when the seals oh, come up yeah. through the floor. Yeah, that's terrifying. It's like, um, I, I will not give that order, you will obey that order, and it's like, and then they start firing and they, everything dies. Yeah. yeah. It's really sad. Yeah. And of course the final standoff yeah. with the... Quentin Tarantino actually wrote that part. Oh, no, really? For him. Yeah. yeah. What I think my favorite part of that movie is... We're just talking about The Rock now, by the yep, way. This yep, yeah. uh, this is now a rock podcast. <laughs> stand-up scenes? <laughs> my stand-up scene for The Rock is when they've just broken into uh, Alcatraz. They've just come in from the water. And uh, Sean Connery has to, like roll through this like death trap <laughs> of like fire yeah. and spinning blades death and... blades yeah. It's, yeah it's basically like a uh, like a Mario totally it's the scene that Galaxy Quest makes fun of it totally is yeah it totally I don't remember is. that scene in Galaxy Quest at all they it, have they to get like... past this elaborate series of like traps and yeah. things like, and like, why, why did this... you design it this way because <laughs> it was on the TV show this was this episode was poorly written <laughs> Galaxy Quest that, is amazing. Galaxy Quest is amazing. <laughs> yeah. I love Sigourney Weaver. Um, but yeah, no, that was that was probably my favorite part of 
of it because it was just Sean Connery. Also, it it has the best line in the movie right after that when he opens up the door. It's like welcome to the rock, and then you're like, "Hello, Sean Connery." I don't even care that it's over an hour into the movie. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Seriously, that movie's fucking long too. Yeah. Yep. Any hoot. I think we should wrap this <laughs> we should up. Should wrap up this <laughs> really? con air slash rock podcast. No, let's let's keep going. With a little let's, bit of face off in we've, there. We've gone from no the con air to the rock. Now we have, we have to talk a, about a Sean Connery movie. We have duty. We have a duty to our listeners to only talk about the films advertised. <laughs> so we failed. We failed them. multiple times, but we're trying to do better. Uh. Let us do I think this whole podcast was just one big tangent, and for that, listeners, you're welcome. You're welcome. So, if you have, once again, your own suggestions you want us to talk about for a bonus episode, uh, you can email us. Email us, please, at thecinepals at gmail.com, and we will get around to it. We promise, because we got around to this one. You're welcome, Brianne. Nailed it. And we'd like to thank Allie for being our first lady guest. Yay. I'm like Rosa Parks. It's a little uh (laughs) That's about racist. A little conceited, aren't you? Anyway. (laughs) We will uh see you all next time. We are going to be doing Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, hopefully pretty soon. Um, and maybe do a uh, podcast before that, a bonus episode. Who knows? I know. Oh. <laughs> Greg knows. But I'm not telling you. You won't tell me. So. Great. Have He's a good night, everybody. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Bye.